Welcome to another Purpose on Purpose podcast, overcoming adversity and creating resiliency. I'm your host, Dario Herrera, social entrepreneur. As always, our lady friend who is our leader, our faith-inspired visionary, and uh, just uh, incredibly talented, Christy Grease is with us. Hi, Christy. Hey. And today we have uh, a guest that I've known since I was, I believe, 13 years old. Uh, I'm 47 now, as you can tell by the gray. So, you know, it's been uh, a long relationship. And we're going to answer the question, what if it did work? And as you know, we've been diving into the topic of resiliency and helping people understand two things. One is that they've been blessed with everything they need to be resilient. Mm -hmm. And number two, what is that formula? Like what are the steps you need to take or get to take every day or when adversity presents itself that leads to resiliency so you can live your life's purpose? And I can't think of a better example than our next guest. His name is Omar Madrano. He was born in Westchester, which is you know a lower middle class neighborhood in Miami, Florida. He was always quiet, very shy, and from his own description, you know, suffered with confidence and self-esteem issues l- late into his 20s. It wasn't just as a middle school kid when I first met him or a high school kid when he and I had a relationship and uh, it was way into his 20s, uh, but somehow he was able to navigate that to become a very successful financial advisor, uh, working with top-notch clients and, and making a significant income, uh, a very significant income. But he, he felt like he lacked purpose and he became uh, a serial entrepreneur, if you will, and started investing in, in franchises, one of them being Smoothie King, yes. another one being, <laughs> I know you love, uh, love Smoothie King, Christy. King. I, I do too. I do too. I had no idea he was a Smoothie King of South Florida when I first uh, came across him again uh, later in life, but Supercuts also. And... He recently uh, wrote a book called What If It Did Work? What If It Did Work? He's a father to two amazing uh, girls. He is an active CrossFitter. Uh, He uh, is very active physically. He's very active mentally. Uh, He's been tutored by some of the world's foremost leaders, uh, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, and some others. And uh, without further ado, uh, Omar, welcome to Purpose on Purpose. Uh, We're happy to have you. Wow, what an amazing intro. I mean, let's just end the podcast now. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Omar. And, and you know, we, we always get right to business here, and, and really the business is finding that formula for resiliency. So, you know, the right off the bat question is, you know, how does a kid who barely spoke, I mean, I think I heard you say 11 words all through middle school and high school, and it's only because I sat next to you in science class uh at glade in ninth grade that i think i exuded those words from you like i extracted them from you <laughs> how do you go from that to being a, a really a world-class financial advisor to then a a world-class you know franchise owner uh to doing what you're doing now what tell us about that that's a pretty impressive jump how did that come about that that came about just uh, i mean spiritually i mean we all had the tools. Uh, God, God gave us everything that we needed. Uh, the, the one thing people 
wanna that, that they don't understand is we all have the tools to be resilient life is easy we just make it complex we complicate things people can be like oh i'm, I'm waiting for the next book to come out to lose weight I, i'm waiting uh, the new podcast or the new john gray book to learn how to be an amazing husband well it's all common sense we all know how to lose weight we all know how to be a better husband wife spouse which so and, and what caught what what shifted with me was i mean i was just tired of i mean in elementary school they had me in esol for the first three years and as you can see i speak perfect english and it's not because of dade county public schools it's because our english was my first language it was just i was so so when, when, when it came to uh, like self-esteem and i had so much doubt and so much fear and it, it wasn't until i i said enough was enough which at one of the places that that happened was in las vegas so you said uh enough is enough tell us about so what brought about that statement uh which then became a really a lifestyle for you because that's when i started to experience your alignment with enough is enough and you started taking very specific steps uh, to play that out in your life in a very real way. You took action um, to really live that philosophy, like enough is enough. Tell us, you know, what was happening? Like, why did you make that statement? And then what has the follow through look like? Be uh, because I had zero accountability. I, I had to go away for school. My two choices were, it was either UNLV, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, which ne rebels. exactly nearly gave my mom a heart attack or LSU, the number one party school. So I went there because clearly it, it wasn't me. It, it had to be Miami. Miami sucked. And, and truth to the matter is I could have grown up in Maui, Santa Barbara, La Jolla, Honolulu, you name it. And it was me. And I mean, I, I, I ran away. Well, I, I went away to, to a school that I had zero, I had no, I didn't know anybody. I had I joined a fraternity because my my roommate was signed was a thirty year old grad student so it's like oh my gosh and I I learned how to start talking because they were like oh my gosh this guy can't even talk why why do we have him here so it's in the book uh, what they made me do was is a pledge you're you're forced to do things and they had me go ask out like every woman in the bar or for a drink or, or for, for to dance. And quite frankly, I mean, a guy that had such fear of rejection that I couldn't even ask out a woman in junior high or high school was like, oh my gosh. And the, and the, the truth to the matter was all, this was all one big setup. All these women were designed to say no, or if they weren't gonna say no, they knew it was like Friday night fights. They knew that she was with somebody and it was it was time to brawl and all that so no 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 and they gave me the nickname goose because like in top gun all like all i would do was crash and burn and, <laughs> and i i realized that um rejection no isn't they don't it wasn't like omar you suck it was just omar maybe the timing's not right maybe they're seeing somebody maybe at a at another day and time i i can revisit that no is not a rejection of who i am as a person and be, that that little tiny switch i mean i it, from a guy that couldn't even ask out 
a girl, she would have to ask me out in high school for one day cold calling and having clients. And hey, you wouldn't mind investing $100,000 in these AAA guaranteed municipal bonds. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And so did was that how long was that process? And was it an aha moment that you had on your own? Or was it, it, it other people that you you talked with and you kind of worked that? It, 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 it was an aha moment right then and there, but I still had, okay, that, that was one issue. I didn't realize I had so many demons and so many issues. And after I graduated college, I was a journalist, which means low pay. And it was like going to seminary. I didn't realize I went to education to get educated, to have a life of poverty. And... Um, I, I, I was dating this woman and all that, and she dumped me. And it was like, oh, it was like this fear, the fear of rejection, the fear of not being enough. My, I, I grew up single, uh, single parent. My mom worked and went to school full time. So in the back of my mind, it was like if my father could abandon me or leave me, then, you know, it was always that, oh, I sucked. So for a whole year, mm -hmm. I, I even write about it in the book. I was going to Las Vegas, like that Friday night flight coming back on the red eye on Monday and all that. But I was so toxic that I, I make make a joke that not even prostitutes would pros proposition me because I was so toxic that it was like, who is this guy? So I had to go. I had to work through that issue for a whole year. But but, but the good news was I kept on talking to strangers at the blackjack table, and that's that's how I got my confidence back. <laughs> so the the spiritual journey that you went on, or you, mm -hmm. you mentioned spirituality and God. I love that. That's everything to me. I love that topic. What was that for you? There's there's been every time I've been at my lowest and I mean adversity. There, there's like a a moment that I was like, well, I have to be atheist because why would there be a God? But so, so, so much has happened throughout the years that when I've hit rock bottom, I felt God's presence, mm. Jesus Christ and all that. And, you know, it, it's it there's I, I mean, I, I can go on and on about just here's here's one example. Uh, when my oldest daughter was born, they said um, and I wasn't going to church at the time. I was agnostic, I guess I was going back to. And um, when, after she was born, they put her in the NCIU or whatever, and they said that uh, pick up a pick a doctor because more than likely she's going to have to have open heart surgery. Mm. And one of um, my fellow financial advisors was also a pastor, and he said, "Hey, look, I'm going to have my my congregation pray for your daughter. I want you to go home with your wife at the time and pray." And then, like, you know, uh, that was like the first time in like years that. I literally prayed, and uh, the next day she was completely healed. Oh, I got chill bumpies. That's amazing. Yeah. And that does something to you inside. And I have a similar story that when that happens, I think you're changed forever. And you realize that when you get to those lowest parts, that there, that first of all, we don't have to wait to have that experience. That we get to, you know, I, I, I've seen how my life, when it is the worst, that is when I've had the closest connection. Exactly. Now I'm working so hard on always having that connection. But it makes you realize um, that you're worthy 
and that you're oh. loved that much that those miracles are being answered for you. Well, we're we're all made in his image, so why would he make us mediocre? Why would why would he want to make us just suffer? And it's like even like if you have to believe that if your prayer is not answered, it's because it's like what Garth Brooks says. There's sometimes you have to thank God for unanswered prayers, and there's something way much better in store for you. You just have to have the faith, and you have to keep on doing the work. I'm smiling because that's one of my favorite songs. Uh, it's one of the, I, I think, lesser known Garth Brooks songs, but it's one that I've uh, gotten a lot of comfort from uh, in my life. So we've heard that um, accountability we heard from you is one of the main elements of how you were able to create resiliency when, when life wasn't going exactly the way you wanted it to be going. Uh, we also heard accessing a power outside of you, in this particular case for you and Christy and me, God. And last week, though, we, we heard from someone who went from being a PE teacher, a very unhappy PE teacher, living for the weekend, which I know resonates with you, Omar. Uh, and he realized that's not what he wanted. He wanted to live a fuller life. And he rose to the ranks to become one of Tony Robbins' top six guys. You know, on stage with Tony Robbins as a top six guy uh, when he had been a PE teacher, not, you know, too many years before that. And I know this is something you talk about often is that every day you can take a step every day you can do something uh to come closer to that purpose so uh, i'd love for you to speak into that because i know you know you've had a relationship with mediocrity before and it's a relationship that you know didn't serve you anymore and you made that active choice to do something different every day to make it happen every day so i'd love for you to kind of speak into that and let us know kind of your mindset and and very specific practices we're trying to get to giving our audience an understanding of what they can do every single day uh, to really develop that resiliency muscle that helps them uh, on their path, their own path to their purpose. Well, we all have choices and I choose every day I, I wake up in the morning. First thing I'm completely blessed that Jesus, that God gave me an extra day, the universe gave me health and all that. And then I, you, I, we all have that decision. Do I make this an amazing day? Do I make this a mediocre day? Or I'm going to tell everybody, oh, it's such a crappy day. Oh, it's Monday. Oh, I can't believe it's only Tuesday and all that. It's all in your mindset. And, you know, I, I hear people say, well, I hit the snooze button. Well, if you need that five extra minutes of sleep, either set your alarm at 5.05 and don't hit the snooze button or sleep, go to bed early. 5, 10, 15 minutes. But if you keep on hitting the snooze button, you're not going to jump out with any excitement. You're not going to kill the day. You're not going to crush your goals. And, I'll, and that's the person that lives that life that he's like, oh, I've, I've got 12 more days till my next vacation or two more years until I get an extra week of vacation. And or, oh, my gosh, I, I can't wait till next next Friday. It's happy hour. Well, you know, maybe if you suck it up, maybe if you have goals, maybe if you write down what you want, maybe if you're specific with what you want, and maybe if you don't believe that God, the universe, or something like that is going to give it to you because you put it on a poster board, yeah, you have clarity on that. But why don't you come up with a plan on what you want? Be specific. Don't say, I want to lose weight because you can lose one pound. Who cares? If you want to lose 20 pounds, I want to lose 20 pounds by August 15th. 2021. Write that down. Look at that every day. 
write it down and then write down the steps that you're going to do that you're willing to take because anything amazing, you're going to have to give something up. You, you can't be having happy hour every day. You can't be eating processed foods every day and, and want that six pack. It, it just doesn't work that way. The universe, God, just common sense says if it's like, Hey, I, I, I want to be financially free. Well, financially free. If you keep on spending money at the forum shops, you keep on going to Prada, eventually you're going to have nada. And that's. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy because this is almost identical to last week's podcast, Dario. He yeah. said the, the same words about the snooze button. He said you yeah. can't hit the snooze button. That was his number one takeaway from how do you start your day off. And I also read about, do you have a gratitude journal that you use? Always, always. And you know what? People always focus on what they don't have but yeah. i mean one we all have electricity because we're we're on this podcast now we all have computer we all have wi-fi we're all healthy we're all of sound mind well sometimes i i ask myself if some of my questions if i have sound mind you know i've got two amazing daughters are both healthy healthy um you know there's just so much to be blessed but you know if, if you're going to focus on well i don't i don't I don't have this material item. Well, that material item is not going to fill that hole inside of you anyways. And I, and I so believe in gratitude is the doorway for abundance. Once you start recognizing those little things and that you have and the blessings you have. And it's, I, I so agree. Sometimes that gratitude, it, it, it lingers for me on, I want to say guilt. Maybe that's my Catholic upbringing, but, but of like, Oh, I have it so good. And then that reminds me, wow, that means I have to take advantage of every day. I have to give every day its fullest. Cause I don't want to get up to the pearly gates one day and God say like, what did you do with the days I gave you? You know, exactly. and there's so many people fighting for their lives or dealing with a, um, a family member who's dying that, you know, is so young and, and yet we're healthy and like you said, have all these blessings and we can choose to be, oh, I want more or I'm grateful for what I have. When, so when, you're, when you're grateful for what you have, you have you're living in an, ab an abundance. Yeah. When you're, you're saying, I don't have this, I don't have that, this is gonna make me happy, that's in complete scarcity mode. And you're gonna operate in fear, you're gonna operate in lack of, so God, Jesus, the universe is never going to give you anything if you keep on focusing on what you don't have, because we all have plenty. Well, and he's also, you know, for me, it's like God has given me these gifts and I feel like he tells me, I need to see what you do. It's just like financial management. I need to see what you do with the funds that I have given you. Exactly. What are you doing with that? How are you saving? How are you? The fine line that I find that I would love to hear your input on is staying present in the present moment. You know, okay, we've talked about how we we work through in our in various modes about dealing with the past. I know you mentioned that you were, grew up with a, a single mom. So it's like, it's so important that we deal with the past yet leave the past in the past, bring forth what we've learned from that. And then, you know, with financial management or planning or goal setting, you're focused on the future um how do you stay present because to to create a life that is exciting and enjoyable part of that is goal setting and planning but sometimes right. i find myself 
thinking about the future so much. And my husband reminds me, we're right here right now. Mm -hmm. we're, we're parenting. I know you want to save for the future and we want to do all these things in the future. So how do you find that sweet it, spot? It, it's a fine line. The, the only time you should ever think about the past is if you want to go, damn, I've come a long way. Like going to my old neighborhood, I'm like, I grew up here, but this is where I'm at now. Or I used to weigh 50 pounds more. This is what I look like now. Wow, what a journey. But those that keep on living in the past, oh, I wish I was with my ex-wife, my ex-girlfriend, this and that. That's, that's all in the past. We don't have a time machine. We don't have a DeLorean with a flux capacitor. So we can't, we can't hit that. And the past is the past. There's no, you'll always be disappointed because we can't relive there. We can't go there. And whether it was an amazing time or it was a horrible time, you're just thinking about it is going to put you yes. in, in a bad state. Now, being now in the present, this is all we have is the now. There is no future either because we don't know. I mean, I, I'm living my dash right now. I'm, I'm writing my obituary. I know I was born on July 24th, 1973, but I don't know if today is my last day on earth. I don't know if next week, next year, 50 years. So why am I going to get all twisted and go, well, I hope I have enough for 50 years. Let me live right now. Because a lot of times, and shoot, I, I was with you. I mean, like on vacation, going to Las Vegas or something like that, or you're on a date with a woman or you're married to somebody and you keep on thinking, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? Why can't you just sit back, relax, and just be present, be in the moment, just be grateful for that opportunity, that date, that, that connection. And yeah, future. Yes. You, you write down those goals and, but you do what, what you can right now. now. So then maybe when the possibility comes, if we have enough nows, that goal will just go right past. Yeah, I love that answer, Chrissy. It reminds me of uh, Connor. Uh, we had Connor yes. Field, a gold medalist, the, the first uh, US BMX gold medalist. And, and his goal was to win the gold. But in order to win the gold, he had to wake up every day at 5 a.m. He had to be at a workout at X amount of, you know, at certain time, he had to eat a certain way. He had to forego Friday nights with his friends. He had to go through a process in the now, in the present. And, mm -hmm. and he admitted like very openly, he, he was a very heavy favorite in a specific race and he got his ass handed to him. And he got his ass handed to him because he was living in the future, thinking about the celebration, what it's going to feel like when I win and didn't pay attention to the now and the process of his training applying what he learned to that particular race so he was so you know focused on the result that he forgot to focus on the present and it cost him uh, a race that he was heavily favored for so i i really resonate with that and and i want to kind of i want to get kind of dive into the the particular of this right so we i know that you have a gratitude uh, practice we've talked about that you know me and you one-on-one -on -one. Uh, I also know that, you know, you don't uh, basically push a snooze button. So those are two things, right? So gratitude journal, daily gratitude. Uh, I know the second piece is when that alarm clock goes off, get your butt out of bed, choose to be excited, choose to tackle whatever you have in front of you. So I get that. What, what other parts of your daily routine um, can you share with us so that people at home can understand, first of all, how much 
opportunity is to accomplish so much in a day. And, and then number two, because I, I think people underestimate that all the time. Uh, or they do three things and they feel like, oh, I did so much when they could have done 10 things or 12 things or 15 things had, had they applied the energy, uh, the focus and the, the really the effort. Um, so speak to A, how much time we have in the day, really, because <laughs> I know you're a big proponent of that. Uh, and secondly is in addition to you know, getting your butt out of bed and practicing gratitude on a daily basis, what else are you doing uh, to further that being present and, and making the most of every day? Make the most of every day. You, you write down, and this is something you taught me, because, and I remember it was in January the last time I saw you, and it's funny because I know all that this is so basic, and this is something that I do, is I write down what I want and be specific. Well, I was going, went through a breakup and all that. And you were telling me, well, why don't you write down what you're looking for in a woman? And it was just like, it, it, it was like such common sense because that's something I've, I've always done was write down everything, write down, plan my day, write down what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? And, you know, just be specific. And it was crazy because for a while, I, I didn't have clarity on what I was looking for or what I wanted. So that's why, I mean, at the time I was like, shoot, 20 pounds less than I am now. That probably looked pale and all that because I was just like really down in it. But yeah, that's that's one of the things I do is is I write down. And then I you always have to evaluate what you do. Was it a good day? Because, hey, we're not we're human we're flawed. We're not, not every day is a hundred percent and all that. But if you sit down and you go, well, you know what? And you have to be honest. Well, I, I pissed the, pissed the day away. I, <laughs> I was cyber stalking my ex-girlfriend. I was on <laughs> social media for 10 hours. Uh, I was watching Netflix all weekend. I needed to watch Ozark season three. Yes. Is that out? That's is it out yet? Right? I, I, I know it's coming soon. I don't, I don't oh, know. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Wait a minute. I'm going to do this podcast right now and go finish that right, right now. Exactly. But, 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 county but, later tonight, you know. But, but trust me, the people that that are not successful, and I know we don't have all of our, our friends aren't always 100% hitting it and all that when it comes to goals. And it, it I cringe is when they ask for a recommendation. It's the weekend. I'm not going to work on myself. What I'm going to do is I'm going to blow the whole weekend binge watching. So here, let me tell people how lack of goals, lack of clarity, how mediocre I am. Oh, hey, can somebody recommend what I can watch and binge watch all weekend on Netflix? It's like, wow. But the same person will never go, hey, you know what? Is there a program that... I, I can buy. Is there a book I can buy that can make me a better husband, that can make me a better investor, that can make me a better Christian, make me a better person? Mm -hmm. Something that will forward me because every action that we take will either push us towards something, something or push us away. And I've never heard anybody say, you know, I, I've had a perfect marriage because I, I watch the football all day on Sundays or, you know, I, I stayed home watching TV, watching Netflix. And then these same people will say they don't have time. I don't have time <laughs> to work out. I don't have time to work on myself. It's like, 
Yeah. Wow. You know what they say, give a busy person something to do and they'll get it done. Exactly. Um, but you, know, you have to make it a must. If you, if you make something a must, you'll find time. Mm -hmm. if, if you don't, or the pain of, of staying the same, what, what happens is when you finally reach that threshold of pain that you can't, that I can't stay here. I, I can't be eating Ben and Jerry's every night. I can't be eating hot dogs every night. I can't be watching. Once you hit that pain that this hurts, that's when a person will find the motivation usually saying this enough is enough. And that's the point. I think that's like one of the reasons why Dario and I started this podcast was to realize you can use your pain as a motivator. It actually, Oh, completely. So many amazing blessings, you know, having a connection with God, when you get, when it hurts that bad, that's when you need to seek something higher. And I so appreciate what you say about clarity. I think Dario, that might be the other clarity or focus might be another mm -hmm. part of our equation because we've heard that and i think for me just i remember going through life i just love i loved a lot of doing a lot of things so sports i did everything you know in, in college i wanted to study everything but at some point you do need to narrow your focus and by writing it down and being having that specificity it really helps you I think not only yourself take your actions that you need to take, but then it also allows you to tell God in the universe what it is that you oh, want. Completely. And then when you're in that moment and let's say you have 10 things on your to-do list today, but somebody comes in front of you that needs your attention, you're able to surrender. Mm -hmm. And for myself, I'm able to surrender and be in the flow of life instead of kind of going against the current. And it is sad to see, you know, there are a lot of people in life that are, you know, to their credit or not so much credit, but just to acknowledge that sometimes I think we just get become zombies, you know, and, and, and we've heard a lot of guests talk about TV and how you can just veg out. And I think that is that whatever it is that in the present moment is so painful that it, it's like, like, take me out of that moment. I don't want to. I don't want to be here because then I'm going to have to deal with the reality that I'm not accomplishing well, or achieving what I'm here on this earth to do. Well, well, just think everybody had almost a year that they could have grown. They could have done something when we were on that lockdown. And instead they're like, oh, wow, I, I watched the Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> or, you, you know, that I, I remember, oh, I've got so much now. I got so much time and all that and then now oh and, and you know it, it's just blaming corona on anything that's zero accountability all corona was was an amplifier if if you're eating unhealthy it just amplified it it didn't the people didn't get divorced because of corona it just amplified the problems you were already having the problems just like yeah, I, I lost 50 pounds during Corona. I was going to say, like, yeah. I felt more connected with my family. And yeah. yes, I did binge watch Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, also, you, you also didn't watch everything on Netflix. No. And, and like, <laughs> countdown. I mean, listen, the reality is, this, this is the truth. You know, so Christy and I worked together with uh, Mickey's Miracles. Uh, she's the founder and uh, visionary leader and CEO. And I'm the executive director. And we found ourselves having to solve bigger problems for the families that we have the responsibility and honor to serve. Mm -hmm. So we could have said, hey, this is COVID. We can't fundraise to pay mm -hmm. for X, Y, or Z. Instead, we took it as 
you know, something that gave us specific purpose every day. We create uh, an event literally in a few weeks uh, to be able to launch the MIND program, Music Inspiring Neurological Development, to be able to provide a COVID grant to our families and, you know, financial need. Uh, I know I got in the best shape of, you know, my kind of last decade, if you will. You know, Chrissy took on new projects. She started writing. And so, so you know, that goes back to the, the idea of we have what it takes. So the question is, are we going to do what it takes to, to find that purpose, to live that purpose? And one of the things that I love about what you're talking about is are these specific things, right? Get your ass out of bed. Um, practice gratitude very specifically ask for what you want very specifically create daily goals towards what you want very specifically at the end of the day take an assessment of how you showed up in that day where could you have improved where could you have used your time better you know what made you happy because that's a part of the formula for me you know if i do if i go throughout the day and don't take moments of happiness for myself that's not a successful day for me I could have accomplished every task, but if I'm not spending time with my kids having fun and laughing, to me, that wasn't a successful day. Or if I didn't get out and move, right, do something to either take a walk outside and express gratitude that way or, yes. or go to the gym and do something that, you know, helps me keep in shape mentally and physically, you know, that's not a successful day for me. So I love that we're talking about, like, very specific things yes. that people can incorporate into their daily lives to really live a life because because resiliency isn't something you just summon you know it's something you cultivate mm -hmm. it's, it's something that you live each and every day to the choices you make and then when something happens that requires you to access that resiliency it's there for you already so that, that's what i love about you know these conversations they start to reveal some of the habits of people who have shown to be resilient and it you don't just come by it overnight there's things that you do that you may not realize you're doing every day that cultivate that attitude and feeling of resiliency when shit hits the fan, you know? But the, the one thing that you guys both have, is, and this is something I believe in, is the real meaning of life is to be in service. And you, you just listed what the two of you were doing during Corona. Well, we're still technically in Corona, but it's to be in service. It's to help others. It's to not do things with the whole sole purpose of what's in it for me. Yeah, and that's a great segue for the book you wrote because I think that's very yes. you know, service oriented. You know, tell us about a why you wrote it. B, you know, what it's about, where people can find it, and and what can people expect when they pick it up and and get into it. Uh, this is actually uh, my daughter's copy, uh, my last actual physical copy. I can gave you hold it up a little bit closer, Omar? Yeah, yeah so for sure. Can get a good look at that cover. I'm gonna give you what a famous plug here. What if it did work? What if it did work by Omar Medrano? Good title. All right, so tell us about it, dude. Well, I mean, to me, it was. It's always life has always been about being in service, and one of the reasons why. I only have about like 30 days left being an entrepreneur and Smoothie King and all that was I, I, I couldn't sleep. I, I had insomnia. And to me, it was because I wasn't living my purpose. Mm -hmm. um, God, the universe is saying there's more to it. You talk about being in service and always talk about wanting to help others. Well, the reason why I wrote the book 
and it, it's self-published. Uh, it's through Amazon only, Amazon.com. Okay. Was because I wanted, if I wanted to sell millions of books, I would write about Fifty Shades or the, the Lord of the Rings or fiction because people don't like reality. They want to escape from the reality instead of actually improving their reality. They'd rather live in fantasy. Well, this book's designed for people. I mean, you know, you know it better than anybody. We, we grew up, we're, we're part, we are resilient. Uh, my uh, Mr. Morris told me it'd be a cold day in hell when I graduated college. And he was right. It snowed at LSU the day <laughs> I, 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 I graduated. And I hope you wrote a letter and told him that. By the way, Mr. Moore is my basketball coach. Uh, no, Morris, Morris. I oh, Morris. Oh, different Morris. Yeah. Yes. He, the guy with the other things to me as well. Glades. <laughs> But yeah. we gotta send this podcast to him for sure. What's yeah, up? he's in, he's in he's actually in the acknowledgments. It it said Mr. Morris, it did snow. <laughs> and I, to me, I, I the the book is to help people because so many people are, are filled with fear. The fear that we get, God God didn't put us with fear. The universe didn't put us in fear. Jesus didn't put. What gave us fear was our family, our parents, our friends our network because it was to protect us don't talk to strangers don't do this don't open up a business don't don't ask her out don't all this you can't you can't you can't and so many people have so much regret and they don't realize that we're writing our own legacies that we're writing our own obituary we're living our dash right now and you know so many people are fearful of taking that first step and the book, yeah, it, it talks a lot about me and all the stuff that I had to overcome. But overall, this is our life. And I, I do know God made us all to prosper. It, like I said, if we're made in his image, I, I know he was like, well, I want everybody to just live paycheck to paycheck. I want you guys all to live a life filled with pain, filled with regret. One day, be a burden on your kids, live in their basement or in their extra guest bedroom. But that's how that's how people operate is because they've just given up. And, you know, yeah, the best time to open a business or the best time to do something for yourself was years ago. Well, hey, we don't have a DeLorean. So what? The best time is right now. That's all we have. Amen to that. Well, Omar, listen, it's uh, it's always an honor to talk with you. I know, you know, I have had many conversations throughout the years and, you know, I have experienced you as that shy ninth grader and now as, you know, a confident, successful, uh, productive dad who really serves the people around him and, and lives life to its fullest. And I think the nickname you've earned is what the vacation CEO. Is that it? What, what, <laughs> what is that nickname you've earned? That, that's actually uh, my second book. It, it's, I'm actually in the process of writing it. Um, with, uh, I, I also became a, the COO of um, Bright Lights Messaging. It's a company that does um, self-publishing for entrepreneurs and for people that have an amazing story. And the Vacation CEO is, I mean, you've seen me over the years, four or five years. I've, I'm really at my locations because I've learned how to scale. I learned how to trust myself. I've learned how to hire correctly to have the right people in place and have higher standards and to empower them. 
And the vacation CEO means I'm, I'm doing this while most entrepreneurs, they, didn't, um, they don't own the business. The business owns them. They're slaves to the business. Uh, last time I was in Summerlin, I was with, uh, stopped off at a port of subs and there was like a husband and wife that were like 55, 56, owner and operator. And I, I could just tell by their, their looks that you know they're hating life yeah. and it's because you know they thought they're buying the american dream of one day owning a store and being an entrepreneur but what they did was they bought themselves a job and not only did they buy themselves a job but this is like that 50 year old son that never moves out and you're still su supporting them because i mean they they just had that look and yeah I, so many people only you know, they they miss out on being with their children. They miss out on soccer games, travel soccer, or they miss out on high school graduations because they are stuck being in the business. Yeah. Well, let's thank you. It's, it's been uh, a great experience for me to watch you go from there to here. Uh, we talk regularly and, and, you know, we, we counsel each other, you know, consistently and we provide each other support. So I'm, I'm grateful for that your friendship. And everything you've you've taught me. And uh, having said that, uh, I'm Dario Herrera. Uh, this is Christy Grease with Omar Medrano. Purpose on purpose, overcoming adversity and creating resiliency. And I have one question for you: What if it did work? Just ask Until yourself. Next time. Use it as an affirmation. Love you all. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much, Omar. Be blessed. You too.